This Week in Baby Quest. What's up with this vanilla cupcake? Leah, those are for Squid's race reveal party. My name's Mike. And I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good. Pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. Definitely feeling more pregnant. Mm -hmm. Lots of squid movement. Mm -hmm. Technically, you are more pregnant. Yeah. I mean, yes. Just, you know. So I've had some kind of high anxiety days moments with regards to what uh i mean it's all centered around how much squid is moving if she's moving enough when was the last time i felt her move yeah which makes sense i mean yes knowing our history that is a very like obvious worry (laughs) so we had an ob appointment this week and I talked to the OB. So I didn't end up seeing my normal OB. I saw another OB, but that's totally fine. She was lovely. Yeah, she was great. And the fellow that's working with her, also really nice. Um, I liked him too. So like, it wasn't, that didn't cause me anxiety. But I was telling them about my anxiety and about the movements and like how I'm just like hyper focused on them. And they both kind of said, like, okay, first of all, Squid is little and young and trying to predict a pattern in what her movements should be is going to drive me even more crazy than I already am. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't do it. What they said is, like, notice her movements and if you feel, like, 10 movements in a day that is enough yeah where are we week 23 yeah and i was like oh well sitting here in this appointment over the last hour i've already felt like five they were like well that's plenty like she's doing enough then yeah you're probably good for the day so that was like good to hear and what i needed to hear they also kind of explained that what happened with Eliza was what they call an acute onset and so that there was really nothing that I could have or any doctor could have done to predict that that was going to happen. They said if you felt her move in the morning and then by the evening she didn't have a heartbeat there like there's nothing you could have done to stop that from happening. Yeah. Which I think we kind of already knew, but I don't think anybody had ever said it that explicitly. Oh, well, I felt like it was not new information, but a good reminder. Oh, see, like, I felt like, oh, I hadn't ever really heard it in, yeah, that way, like, that bluntly before, which I think I really needed. Hmm. So. I thought it was just obvious. Okay, well, cool. So that was good to hear, and, like, I'm happy they told me that. Yeah, another good thing that they were talking about was 
either you're feeling her move around lots and you're happy with her movements or you're coming into labor and delivery and getting checked out. Yeah. Like, there's no in-between. There's no, like, oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to look things up on the internet. Oh, I'm just going to sit around and stress about it for a day. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. You're either 100% happy and everything is good and normal. Or... Or you're in labor and delivery and they're checking you out. Yeah. And that was also... I think I also needed to hear that, that it's not, like, you don't sit in the gray zone with how you're feeling. Like, it is black and white. You are either happy or you are not happy. And if you are not happy, that means you are in labor and delivery getting checked out. Like, there's no, like, I shouldn't be, like, sitting at home trying to weigh my options, basically. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, good to know. Yeah, it was a good appointment. Yeah. She's huge. Yeah, so she's one pound, eight ounces, which puts her in the 78th percentile. I mean, no surprise that we would have a giant baby, <laughs> and we're gonna have a, we would produce a giant human. So I don't know, like for people who don't know us in person, super tall, no, extremely buffed and ripped. I'm four ten. I'm Mike is around six feet, average height. Mike is five six, ish. Now I was like a average size baby and when I was growing up I was always on the big end in terms of weight like I was always like over the 75th percentile in weight and you still are right rude but at two I like stopped meeting the growth chart like I was not even hitting it at all so like the fact that she's like heavy I'm like yeah, well, <laughs> probably. Do they determine her weight by... Her, the way they're estimating the weight is just by her height, right? I guess by the measurements, yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, scale in there. <laughs> they didn't have you put your belly onto a thing. <laughs> like, okay, subtract the amniotic fluid and... And the placenta and the blood and... The... Yeah, it's just her tallness. It did, like... So, I mean, they weigh you every time you go in, right? Like... Mm. And I've gained 10 pounds since before I got pregnant. I was actually the same weight before I got pregnant with Eliza as I was before I got pregnant this time. So that was impressive to me. And the nurse was like, so from here on out, you're probably going to be gaining a pound a week. And I was like, excuse me? That seems like a lot. She, Wait, I thought we decided that's not... Is that what she actually said? I thought said? that's what she, we decided she said, was a pound a week. That's a lot. That is a lot. But she's, like, basing that on what my BMI was when I started. So... And we all know that BMI is, like, not an accurate measurement. So take that for what you will. So how many more weeks? 15 at least? 13-ish. 15? So 15 more pounds. Yeah, I don't know. You're catching up to me. Well, start packing on the weight. Except I did weigh myself while we were waiting for the doctor to come in (laughs) for the first time in mm, at least four years, probably. Has it been that long? Oh, probably. (laughs) And great news. This is the most I've ever weighed. 
Okay, now to be fair. To be fair, I was wearing shoes. You were wearing shoes. And a belt. Yeah. And pants. And like you had your phone in your pocket and, and your wallet and your... And it was the middle of the day. Well, it wasn't the middle of the day, but you had had breakfast. I will give you I that. I had breakfast. I don't remember the bathroom situation. <laughs> if I did or didn't have to go very badly, that could be a couple pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was very distressing. <laughs> Distressing for you? My gosh, think about what I have to go through. Pound a week. That's like a pound of ground beef a week. So that's the only way I have. That's the that's the only comparison I can make to like how much a pound is. The just only... imagining a thing of ground beef. Because I have a vague idea of how much a pound of ground beef is. <laughs> or McDonald's quarter pounder, four of those. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a lot. And yeah. to think that, think we could go to the grocery store, buy like one and a half things of ground beef, and make a scale model of, I was I almost said her name. You did. <laughs> of squid. Yeah, I mean I guess that's the other. And thing. it would be scientifically accurate well, in every way, except also... except it'd be made out of animals that suffered. Right. Uh, she's also a pound away from being Eliza's birth weight. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she's also putting on a pound a week, we'll be there quick. She's not putting on a pound a week. I don't know. They didn't say she wasn't. She'd be like a 14-pound child. That's not how that works. She's one and a half now, plus 15. I don't know. That's not how that works. All right. Um, So what else did we do this week? (sighs) Ah. Well, to get in the mood for podcasting, we watched an episode of Great British Bake Off Holiday Special, and I got all emotional over Mike it. Mike cried. This I don't even know if I would say I cried this time. I just got moist in the eyes and, like, the nose feeling. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that I... And, I mean, this is not me, like, I'm too cool to cry, because we know that that's not no, the that's case. that's not the case. Mike is the crier in this relationship. I just don't think that... I didn't quite get there on this one. All right. It was just beautiful. It was like a family. There was like four bakers from previous seasons, and I love them all so much, and they love each other, and it was like a family coming together for the holidays, and it was so beautiful. You're just using the line from the show. I know. They said it on the show, and I got emotional. (laughs) Okay, but what else did we do this week? What else did we do this week? We did do... A little name announcement. We did. So I guess we should probably also do it on the podcast as well. Probably. Well, what's our preamble to this, though? What what do you mean, what's our preamble? Well, we can't just say it. We have to... What's the story behind the name? So unlike with Eliza, this name we found, I was... I... I go on Pinterest and I search vintage names <laughs> oh. <laughs> or like old school names. Yeah, our list of baby names, I was telling my mom, you know, some of the top contenders. Yeah. And she was like, did you like get this from like an 1850s baby names blog or something? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, most of the names on our list uh, were names that were probably last very popular in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I saw this name, and sometimes I see names, and I, like, say them to Mike, 
And he goes, absolutely not. And even though the rule in our family is that the person who houses and finds an exit strategy for the baby Mm -hmm. has final veto decision on the name. Mm -hmm. If I don't like love the name, then I'm not going to fight him on it. So sometimes I would say a name and he'd be like, absolutely not. And I'd be like, oh, okay, fine. Like, I don't love it. I was like just... Like what? Let's throw out some of the real stinker names. The names that if anyone listening named their babies, they should feel bad about because they picked a real stupid one. No, like, I don't remember any of the ones that weren't making... Well, actually, okay, no. Here, like... Oh, yeah. Here it comes. One I really liked, but that you weren't, like, as big a fan of... Oh, now you're just putting me on blast. Was Hazel. That... Okay, I have a good... So here's the thing. I like the name Hazel. (laughs) Uh, the problem is that it is the cancer girl from the John Green novel and movie, The Fault in Our Stars. And that is literally where Leah got it from, I promise you. Because <laughs> I love that book. This is the person who has uh, many copies oh, of yes. the book. Leah does not have lung cancer. No, Leah has, many copies, has lung cancer. many copies of the book. Yes. There's artwork in our house referencing. Leah had a whole shadow box. Oh, of I still like, have it. Okay, okay stuff. Uh, <laughs> we did have like how I think it was like a five or six foot tall movie poster <laughs> in our apartment. In our apartment that took up like an entire wall, <laughs> and it fell down in the middle of the night all the time because it was so heavy and terrified us. <laughs> and that's literally that's. And and people who know Leah would know exactly where she got the name from. And it would be naming our daughter after... <laughs> a character si- in a book. Not a crazy person. thing to do. After the sick child. Well, she's a teenager. Does that make it better? Maybe. There's some heavy stuff. I mean, <laughs> that we could do an episode of the podcast about that book if you want. Because it, I mean, we it can. pertains... I can do a deep dive. It pertains very much to child death and parenting and (laughs) having sick kids. Also, I related very heavily to the main character because, you know, she was living with cancer and... Just like you. No, and at the time I was feeling very conflicted about the fact that I was going to, you know... That I wanted to spend my life with Mike, even though I knew I was, like, roping him into dealing with me and my complex medical stuff. Sure. So, like... Almost the same. No, I know it's not the same. I just said I related to her. (laughs) Gosh. Anyway, Hazel, great name. If you did name your baby Hazel, I I don't... I I actually like the name. I love (laughs) it. Unless you read John Green's (laughs) Fault in Our Stars, and we're like, I want to name my baby that name. And, like, liking that book was also your whole deal. <laughs> I also... We have... we ha- So we have the, this, like, work of art that's Ceci pas in pipe. And it's a picture of a pipe. It's like a painting of a pipe. And it says, this is not a pipe. And it's a cool piece of art. And we have one of the... Like, a little framed one in our house. And it's a legitimate thing art people will sort of know what it is and be like oh yeah that's an interesting thing but it's only in our house because it's from the book and they talk about it and she like has it on a shirt or something yes 
So, and I like The Fault in Our Stars as much as anybody. But <laughs> not it, as much as me. No, not as much as you. As much as most people. And I love John Green and Hank Green and the Green Brothers and everything they do, all their stuff. <laughs> love, love, love. But it would be like, you know, it would be like us having a kid named Super Mario. Okay, well, here's the here's the example. Here's another the other name. real example. The other real example of a name we both loved but decided that we couldn't do. So we both loved the name Zelda. Unironically, Unironically, not because of the princess. Right? We both think it's a super cool name. Just F. Scott Fitzgerald's spouse. Yeah. That's who we would name it after. But we decided because Mike is big into video games, really loves Zelda. It would be really on the nose for anyone who knows me. Anybody who knows Mike would know or assume that we named our daughter after the princess in a video game. <laughs> yeah. I will say the video game princess was named after F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife, so. There you go. So it would kind of, you know, we could kind of blame it on that. But yeah, Zelda's a great name. If you don't play video games, name your kid Zelda, because it's such a good it's name. It's a cool name. And no one will think it's weird. You'll be like, I've never heard of Nintendo. <laughs> I only play Sega. I only know Sonic. I don't think Sega's and, still a thing. And is Toe it? Jam and Earl. Sega's not still a thing, is it? No, but people used to play Sega. Right. Well, no, okay. Sega is a company. They just don't have their own console. They still make games. Oh, okay. Sonic is Sonic's still up to no good. Puyo Puyo is there doing <laughs> its thing. Okay. They they do a lot of games, but they don't make a console. Right. Okay. So those are some examples of names that we both loved that like weren't going to be options yeah too obvious and so there were other names that i would like see and say like oh what about this one and mike would be like i don't think so and this name i just saw on a list said it to mike he was like i like that and i wrote it down we kind of had a list of like 10 ish names that we Mm -hmm. you know liked this one always stuck at the top yeah for the last year i would say oh wow really maybe a little bit more more i mean it was definitely yeah the last year ish i would say Hmm. i think it's been on the list and we kind of had you know top three that we were seriously (laughs) considering yeah and her middle name is yeah we can announce this right now so her middle name is gwendolyn and that was my grandmother's name And it's my middle name. And when my grandmother died, I said to Mike, I, if we have a girl, I want her middle name to be Gwendolyn. And Mike agreed and said, yeah, that's fine. So when Eliza was born, her middle, we made her middle name Gwendolyn. And then when we decided to start trying again for another baby, Mike said, if we have another girl, I want her name to be Gwendolyn so that you know, all you girls can be connected by your by your middle name. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's my family name. Like, I'm not going to fight him on it. <laughs> yeah. It's also just a great name. Yeah. It's super cool. Although everyone knows you're just a big Spider-Verse head. Love that Spider-Gwen. Everyone's just going to assume no. that you're doing the cosplay. No. Okay. And so then I guess it was really... After we found out Squid was a girl, 
that like really well the the name we chose was the first name that came to my head as soon as I was told that Squid was a girl. So I think that kind of like And it was also just the name that I kept sort of defaulting to in my head too. Yeah. Like I've been calling her this for more than a month for sure now. Just it, in my head and sometimes out loud. <laughs> yeah. So we finally just said like, okay, I think this is going to be the name. Now I will say some of my family. We'll talk about the, oh no, you can talk about how, I was going to say we'll talk about the reception after we talk about what the name is. Okay, all right. But the announcement for the name began with Leah ordering some little like wooden sign So it's a wooden sign and it says, hello, my name is, and then it has her first and middle name written on it. Where did this come from? Uh, I found an Etsy store Mm -hmm. based out of Toronto. Right. And the person who I dealt with was super lovely, like helped me. And their name is? Framed Designs, I believe. That sounds made up. I, we'll put it in the show notes. Link link in the doobly-doo down <laughs> below. Link in the description. Yeah, the person uh, who runs the company was super lovely. They kind of did a mock-up so I could see what it would look like. And I'm really happy. Like, I love it. It's going to go in her nursery. I'm going to definitely bring it to the hospital when she's born and we're going to take pictures with it. Like Hmm. when she's born, I'm like, put that on the gram. Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't This is going to be a Pinterest perfect birth. I didn't do anything super like Pinteresty or extra for Eliza. Mm, Like extra is a good way to put it. (laughs) For Eliza. Like I hadn't had, I didn't have any of, these sorts of I mean I had these ideas but I was like oh no I'm not gonna do it and I think this time around I'm like uh you know what I'm gonna be a little extra like I'm allowed (laughs) I'm not gonna feel guilty about it yeah and I'll only guilt you like a little tiny bit about it not a lot no yeah and I'm like reasonable amount honestly I don't care that you're guilting me into it it like makes me happy and it brings me joy I know you don't care (laughs) and so the plan was also supporting a local business. In Toronto? I tried to find one in Ottawa and couldn't. So. In Toronto? Don't say that. Think, you think they care about our support in Toronto? Helping the Canadian economy. Stop. Oh, man. Sorry, what were you going to say? So the plan was to do a little picture or announcement or something and uh, break the news at Christmas and, and send it to everyone and like have a zoom meeting or something something like some kind, something christmasy merry christmas here's the name the sign came in the mail yesterday yesterday <laughs> and leah made the video and like ripped it out of the package said look at this it's so good made a little video of it and then sent it out to everybody <laughs> yep immediately. i was like i can't wait you know what i just want everybody to know so Again, it's 2020. You do whatever you want that brings you joy. That's true. Like, <laughs> it's fine. So, do you want to say her name? You want me to say it? Yeah, go for it. All right. I hope everyone's ready. <laughs> now, there's a lot of pressure. Oh, this is scary. All right. Announcing. Announcement. Everyone gather around. Everyone stop what you're doing. Pull your cars over to the side of the road. <laughs> Here it comes. Get ready. Our daughter's name formerly known as squid can still be known as squid also currently known as squid 
Her name, for right now, is Clementine. <laughs> Clementine. Yeah. So, I mean, we recognize that it's not a super common name. I mean, that's sort of what we... But that's sort for. of our that's sort of our mo. Especially that's... as a kindergarten teacher, you yeah. have a lot of names that were off the board just because. Yeah. They're. I knew. You know, you know like little little pieces of crap named. Or like everything. you know, you know a kid and you're like, they're fine, they're great kids, but like maybe their parents were like a lot to handle and you're like, well, that kind of ruined it. Or like. So many names were ruined. <laughs> the, yeah. Or you just know, like, there are some names that I'm like, well, I'm, I've taught or I've known, like, six of those, like, six kids with that name. And so for, I think especially for you, it was important that our children were, had a name that was, like, a little bit, made them a little bit of an individual. Because you grew up not only being not the only Mike, <laughs> but not the only Mike W. Yeah, I was never the only Mike W in my class. Uh, and there were, in my grade, I think usually like four Mikes. Right. And now I I don't even have Mike Wheeler anymore because that belongs to <laughs> a boy on Netflix who fights ghosts or whatever. I mean, demons. Demigorgons and such, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so, you know, you wanted... I'm ungoogleable. <laughs> I don't exist anymore. If you put if you put Ottawa, it's fine. You might see some like race results. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so for you it was really important that, you know, our child didn't have to go by their full name all the time at school. <laughs> yeah, and when I say really important, I don't really mean important. It's just, you know, <laughs> kind of a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Not a hill I would die on or anything. Right. But I mean, like, it was definitely something we took into consideration. Yeah. I think that on top of me being in education and knowing lots of kids kind of pushed us towards looking at more unique, uncommon names. Also, I said it has to be a fruit. (laughs) Only fruit names. No. So, yeah, let's talk about the reception that we've received the yeah so i would say since announcing the name yesterday yesterday lots of people have said like oh we love it it's such a cute name yeah but let's focus on the negative that's a great choice but before we officially announced it and we were telling (laughs) people the kind of maybe like top five in our list many members of my family when i told them the top three said I don't like any of those names. Mm-hmm. Great. And when I said Clementine was kind of the top contender, I got a lot of a lot of pushback about it and a lot of other suggestions of names that they thought would be better choices. Yes. Very helpful. <laughs> but I mean, the perk of being a parent is you get to choose the name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and from my family, I don't know, things Fairly positive, I guess. I think my mom's pretty into it. I think it took my mom a while. To get I told her like a month ago, like you should maybe start getting used to the idea of Clementine. 
and I think she's fully on board now. Yeah. Uh, I was speaking with my grandmother last night, and she was maybe less on board with the idea. <laughs> it was my granny, so still, like, very nice. and like, oh, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you can kind of tell when somebody says, like, oh, that's an interesting name, or that's like, unique. What else could we call her? Huh. <laughs> what nickname could we use? Yeah. What's not that that I can say? Um, then you kind of know. But I also, I truly believe that people are going to see pictures of her when she's born, meet her, and just be like, oh, whatever. Like, she's a cute baby and her name is Clementine. Yeah, no one's going to care. No, like... You're... I mean, some people listening to this podcast are going to be like, oh, I can't believe I'm a baby Clementine. But whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I can't believe what you named your baby. <laughs> I was going to say, there's like many names that I'm like, well, that's not a name I would have chosen. Oh, yeah. And we're going to list them all. No, we're not. Because we like our friends and family. We love our friends and family. And thankfully, everyone we know has picked a great baby name (laughs) that we fully love and agree on. Everyone listening, all we talk about is how great a job you did naming your baby. I promise. It's true. There was a funny moment when your mom suggested a name, like just a name she had heard. Oh, yeah. She's was... like, I was in line at the grocery store and I saw like on a magazine or something. Yeah. <laughs> do, uh, do I even yeah. say the name? Yeah, I think so. Because I, yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah. She was like, yeah. What about Amelia? <laughs> we were like, we're like mm, we, one of our friends named her daughter that. <laughs> yeah, we already have a baby we... Amelia in our life. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> great name though yeah it's a good name cute name yeah but we're not gonna choose it you've probably you've taught ten thousand amelias i've taught a couple Hmm. too many and they were bad right no that's good you probably shouldn't say what students were and weren't bad on a podcast (laughs) yeah so that's our well hang on first of all clementine acceptable ways to shorten it clem Mm mm-hmm unacceptable clemmy mike's not a fan of clemmy well so in my head it's spelled c-l-e-m-m-y which is like revolting <laughs> but, but then see, when Leah i said... think of it I, when, like when i say it in my head i spell it c-l-e-m-m-i-e yeah which is cute i just i don't know if i can make my brain make that leap though <laughs> Clemmy is just like, it's clammy and phlegmy. <laughs> I don't know. Clem, absolutely perfect. Nothing wrong with it. I mean. And then there was like the, the back end of the name, Tyne. Tyne. We like, it could be tiny. Tiny. Yeah. Maybe tiny. But anyway, no, I keep calling her Clem. Yeah, we refer, we've referred to her as Clem a couple times. Which is great because it's like a cute baby name. It's like the fruit and also maybe like an old farmer. Who knows? Yeah, could be anything. Also, her name has an emoji to go with it, which is perfect. You know what? So I was like, yeah, whatever. We're just using the orange emoji for our own purposes. (laughs) But if you do type in Clementine in the emoji finder thing, at least on iOS, you'll get there. Right? It shows it to you. Yeah, it gives it to you. So... It's fine. We also, I did have to research exactly what a clementine is, the fruit. Oh, right. Because we do eat them. 
Yeah, we have and, a box of them in our kitchen currently. I mean, we love them. It's Christmas. It's Clementine season. But I was, I always get, I well, I used to get confused well, like, about what's a Clementine? Clementine and mandarins. Yeah. Like to me, I they're the same. They're interchangeable. And they both. They're small. both the one Christmas citrus. They're and small like I don't know which is which. Orange citrus. Clementines are usually the ones that come in the boxes at the grocery store at Christmas in in where we live, at least. <laughs> I don't know, but other places. Uh, but it's really, it's I feel like, like it's a can. I don't know. Maybe it's not a U.S. thing. It's definitely a Canada thing, I would say. Oh, yeah. American listeners, do you guys eat big boxes of Clementines at Christmas? Is that a thing? They're super cheap? International listeners, let us know. Do you eat Clementines at Christmas? Do you know what a Clementine is? Do you have <laughs> Clementines in your country? So Clementines are, it's like a mix of a mandarin and an orange. Oh, but they said, they specified it's a sweet orange. Right. Because it, they originated in England. What did? The orange? The, I thought the Clementines originated in England. Uh, I think it's Spain. Oh, okay. Sorry. But they did specify that it was a sweet orange, not a... Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like a sweet orange Surville? Surville? mixed with a mandarin so that it's like they're bred for being small and easy to sweet. peel and sweet. And no seeds. And no seeds. So that's the ticket that's usually what makes a clementine so when you get one of them little ones that's got seeds in it it's a mandarin and i don't know maybe leah is maybe they invented them in england and i forgot i don't know but basically all the, the clementines that we get at the grocery store are from spain that's like where they live and look at your box of clementines it's <laughs> probably from spain where they live it is where they live what happened to the you remember like growing up it was always the the company with the black, like, diamond sticker on it. Yeah, they're the... around. Mm. Okay. I don't know what it's called. I can picture the in, sticker. In my mind, the company is called McCain's, but no. I don't think it is. I think it just starts with an M. I think it's just because they have sort of a script writing. Yeah, and it starts with an M, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, McCain's and does so, fr the freezer cakes. Yeah, so my brain was just like, it's the same company. They do oranges and freezer things. You know. So international listeners, let us know. Do you have McCain's freezer cakes where you live? Or french fries or I don't know what else they make. Oh, um, McCain's frozen french fries? Yeah. Those were big back in the day. Right? Well, the wavy fries. Yeah. The. Crinkle cut. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Well, it holds no, the ketchup better. See, no, McCain's, all I think about when I think of McCain's are the freezer cakes. Mm, that's because you used to eat them for lunch. Go to, I used to work right next to a giant tiger. <laughs> Head on over. They weren't the full size ones. They were okay. like they were like three quarter size. That's not. And they were like a freaking dollar fifty or something. And I was in my early twenties. <laughs> and then that's what I would eat for lunch. Okay. What I love about this story is like if Mike eats too much sugar now mm. he literally gets a tummy ache yeah and canker sores all over his mouth right and he is probably one of the most like health conscious in terms of food pers people i know it's because i don't <laughs> i don't eat animals and what you mean. like 10 years ago he was eating <laughs> McCain deep and delicious frozen cakes for lunch. Mm. Yeah, very good. <laughs> I could go for one right now. 
talking about it? No, you would take two bites and you would be done. And then we would have a frozen cake in our freezer for the next like six months. That is 100% wrong. I would eat a McCain's Deep and Delicious frozen cake until I was absolutely sick. <laughs> I could put away half of one of the full-size ones right now. disgusting. And I would feel disgusting. Good. I'm going to let you do that. I'm not going to stop you the next time you have that idea. And I'm just going to let it happen. And then you're going to sleep in the office. And like the sprinkles on top? What are they even made of? They're, they're like hard but soft, you know? <laughs> so good. I like... Okay, so I know I've had a deep... Like, I know <gasps> I've had it. I know I've had it. But like... I cannot remember specific moments when I've eaten it. I know I've had pieces of it, but like there is no memory, like no childhood memory of a deep and delicious cake except for the commercials. Man, see, I think when I was like really, really young, I, <laughs> I seem to, this might be totally made up, but I sort of have this like vague memory of, you know, it's like, oh, it's, dad's turn to make dinner and it was like craft dinner with hot dogs cut up into it <laughs> and a mccain's deep and delicious cake god <laughs> and that was like the fanciest treat <laughs> so good did you put ketchup on your craft dinner with the hot dogs in it i don't know if i would do that ketchup yeah ketchup in your craft dinner was more of like a stunt thing if you're feeling really weird no wanted see, to get your weird on. see my sister did it all the time every time she ate craft dinner she sorry put... sorry, sorry international listeners craft dinner is craft macaroni and cheese to yeah, you in it, the in the blue box it's the boxed mac and cheese in in the real country it's it's literally <laughs> just called craft dinner oh i guess that's not what they call it in the states either is it they don't call it craft dinner no, that's what I was just saying. Oh, right. Okay. No, it's it's like mac and cheese or something. That's weird. <laughs> the box says craft dinner on it. And that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Yeah, that's how my sister ate it all the time. Like, With ketchup? Anytime she made it, she put ketchup on it, which I thought was absolutely disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That that was like, yeah, that was like a stunt if you wanted to, if, yeah, if you really you had like to like zazz it up. Wacky. Yeah. I'm going to put ketchup in it to, to, like, just to feel alive. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, normally normally it's, like, more cheese or some, some something more refined. Right. Oh, we never, like, added extra stuff to it growing up, unlike the way we make it now. <laughs> well, because now we're adults. We're fancy adults. Also, we don't eat the orange craft dinner anymore of course we don't it's president's choice white cheddar cheddar, macaroni and cheese and then you put extra white cheddar cheese that you grated if you're lucky you have some of the baldersons from costco right i mean that is like the the best any other white cheddar also works Mm. and then a little pepper yeah lots of pepper in there and you gotta do the thing where you like make it stir 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 and then you add a little extra of your your liquid of choice, your milk equivalent. Right. And then you put it back on the element. And you just like... And you, you keep stirring and the milk like kind of soaks in and evaporates a little bit. Yeah. And that's when it gets real creamy. Real goo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's been Lee and Mike's cooking corner. Uh, um, so our baby's name is Clementine. We have a great emoji. Yeah. Use the emoji. We'll... 
We'll search for the emoji on all social networks to find the, the no. tweets about her and the TikToks about her. And, I mean, I'm fully expecting... I Actually, some of my friends have already said they are making Clementine-themed things for like the, the baby. Yes, the fruit hmm. for the baby. Yeah. Eliza got bees, and that's kind of a cool symbol. Clementine so far... Well, she has the squid. She has the squid. That's true. She has the squid. I was going to say she just has fruit. She, but she might just end up with a lot of fruit. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's acceptable. Yeah. All right. So I think we did it. So, yeah. Let us know what you don't like about our baby's name. <laughs> you can DM me and I'll I'll tell you what I actually think of your baby's name. <laughs> no. Give you the truth. Actually, on the Patreon, uh, $10 monthly subscribers will will really know what I think about all the baby names. No. No, that's not a thing. There's no Patreon still. I'm joking. (laughs) So yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast. Sometimes it's about... Can I just say, I worry sometimes our podcast is like too fun and it's supposed to be about uh like infant mortality but we did talk about all the anxiety stuff at the start so that yeah and i think also like we walk the line between infant death and life and like that's kind of we're just kind of in a period right now where we're (laughs) trying to be excited about stuff but also we're still (laughs) struggling with the everything else right yeah, and I mean, I think that's kind of going to be what it's like probably for the rest of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. I just worry that this is a podcast where people would come to... I don't know. I'm going to cut this out. Never mind. Well, I think you have to recognize like where you are in life and what that brings to the table. Mm-hmm. I will say that I have taken a little break from Love for Buzz Instagram. So if yeah. you follow me there, I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus. I'm still going to post my bump photos every week, but well, it's more it the was not like you posting. The problem is, is all the other seeing. accounts that you follow on yes. that account, which could be solved just by not looking, scrolling through the feed of that account. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing. I go in and I check and see if anybody's messaged me or commented on stuff, but I'm not looking at other posts it was i believe that it was triggering some of my anxiety and this was like the first thing i could think of to remove from my life in hopes of fixing or helping my anxiety a little bit so if i seem less active on that platform that is why yeah but you can still say hi yeah and you can say hi on at baby quest pod on instagram yeah that one i still check yeah that's the good one well that's the one i still have notifications turned on for i guess i should say that's the one with notifications yeah yeah thanks for listening to our podcast if you you know if you think this is okay and you don't hate what we're doing you could tell someone about it someone who maybe has an interest in either like baby stuff i guess or just you know listening to podcasts yeah maybe they just want to listen to the best podcast there is (laughs) and they do and but then they could also listen to this one you know 
you gotta have you gotta it's all about balance you gotta have like the good podcasts you gotta listen to 99 percent invisible and uh you know my brother my brother and me whatever but then you also have to listen to just some kind of like crappy low budget just like your friends talking to you right yeah roman mars is not gonna be your friend <laughs> i'll be your friend Send me a message. Send me a message and send Roman Mars a message. See who answers. I'm going to say that there's like actually a good chance that Roman Mars would respond before you did. Are you kidding me? And that's only because like you don't check. No, 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 no. Social media. Hashtag, hashtag baby quest challenge. You are never going to look at that hashtag. <laughs> Roman Mars, I'm calling you out. Your podcast is good. Well, so you can't call out Roman Mars. He's not going to listen to this. He's not going to know he's been called out. If you share this with a friend, especially if your friend is Roman Mars, <laughs> but he's not because I'm your friend, not Roman Mars. Thank you for listening to Baby Quest. I love you. Bye. Mwah.